Happy Sunday, team. Happy, Happy Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I am bloody excited. We've got our first guest on the show today. Woo! I feel like we need a drum roll, but... <laughs> I don't. I can only do it on my laptop. <laughs> so we'll do an intro to five of us today. I'm Ellen, also known in the group as Grandma Grey. I'm Amy, and I'm Emma, and we're the Hall twins. And I'm Lydia, and I'm the baby of the group. And I'm finally, Lauren. our guest today. I'm Lauren. I don't have him a little nickname. <laughs> 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 What's your that? nickname, Lauren? You can make one up if you want. Hmm. People just call me Loz for some time, so nice. we'll take that. <laughs> so today's episode, we are doing all about beauty and everything that that entails. So we've got Lauren joining us. Um, Lauren is an MUA makeup artist. For those who don't know what MUA stands for. It took I me so did. long to figure that out. You know, there's a band so called MUA. I was like, what is this code? Like, what does it mean? <laughs> I, didn't know. I didn't know for such a long time. I was like, yeah. is this related to like MI5? Like, what? <laughs> and like, <laughs> when, you know, when like everyone was obsessed with YouTube and all the makeup artists had their name as like their name, then MUA. I never knew what it meant. I was like, what is this cult they're all in that <laughs> like... <laughs> always get asked like what does MUA mean I was like oh it's a artist and then the the faces were just like oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like it's so obvious it's like staring you in the face you had no yeah, idea yeah. <laughs> um yeah so obviously I know Lauren because we went to uni together um where Lauren studied makeup and yeah that was how long ago now um, six years ago Wow. Yes. Oh, it was, it was six years ago. So oh my gosh. <gasps> it has actually been insane. That's how long it's been. Crazy. Um, so yeah, do you want to just do a little introduction into what you currently do within makeup? Yeah, so my history of makeup, I've been a makeup artist for about, God, now you've said six years. I've probably been a <laughs> yeah. makeup artist for about eight now. that's amazing that's so much experience I studied in A-levels and then afterwards I was like oh I don't know what to do and just decided to go onto a makeup course didn't know whether I'd like it just kind of winged it and studied for two years and fell in love with it and then since then I've just been freelancing but also having full-time jobs part-time jobs but any chance I got I'd be doing like clients makeups or I'd be working on photo shoots building my portfolio so it's just gradually building cool so when when you first decided to do it even at a level because I mean I don't think I even really wore that much makeup in school and if oh, I did I, I did. oh I didn't know I what did. I was doing I don't know about just... you I was at school with like full-on eyeshadow every every single day I don't know who I thought I was honestly like it was like that phase it was like everyone had like, the most matte faces in the world and like this bright eyeshadow all the time like that's all you did yeah. no I was just slapping on the dream matte mousse that shows our age difference that is literally it that's our age difference right there in makeup but, form but Lyd we had dream matte mousse 
That I've never our, used that. I've never used eyeliner. Oh no, that dream mm. matte mousse. It was so thick when it went on. Yeah. Now, it gives me goosebumps. I don't know any foundation that's like <laughs> mousse form that I'd use. I know, so and it just dried your skin out I'd like loads. I didn't use any brushes at that point. It was literally just like yeah, your hands. finger. Yeah. yeah, and I think I had like a bright orange shade. It was it not much my skin color. <laughs> I'd literally use that dream mousse and then bright pink blusher and I'd be like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take on the world, like she's here. Yeah. yeah. Like, what age? Um, like, no. <laughs> Lauren, what age would you say you like first got into makeup? Did you know, because from A-levels, did you know before then that like that's something you wanted to go into? Honestly, I didn't even think about it. Like I'd done my A-levels and then I'd done art, like art as part of my A-levels and I'd be painting faces constantly in my art books. And then it was only that I just kind of fell into choosing to do this course that I actually realised I enjoyed it. And it was not just about like the beauty side to it. There's also like going into theatrical or special effects. So on like just branching out and like bridal makeup, like it's all completely different and then watching the train trends of beauty over time change it's just been like are there like proper trends you know like with fashion are they like do do they forecast trends for makeup yeah they they do but in a sense like not like every day you'd wear them but we'd see like um our everyday trends so as in when we were younger we'd probably have that like ombre ombre brow where it'd be like darker Mm -hmm. on the edges and then lighter at the front whereas now it's more like the brushed up brows, like a feral brow, we used to call it. So that's what you'd use and you'd use um, a brow mascara now, whereas we'd be using like the pomade or yeah. the eyeshadow mm. to fill in. So just small little things. But I've seen like the trends now gone more natural. And mm. I don't know whether that's from it being like in lockdown and us not wearing as much makeup and then coming back into it because we've got used to not wearing it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I definitely find that. I feel like everyone's gone a lot more natural, like more glowy, like just, I think also people are just now so comfortable, like Mm -hmm. not having a full face so much more. Um, I was wondering, what's your favourite like type of makeup to do in terms of like, would it be like bridal or like any like theatrical, like you said, like, is there anything that like you love doing specifically or like a shoot? I think um, I used to prefer theatrical like um so it'd be like special effects makeup I love doing it but as I've got older I enjoy doing bridal makeup so much more as I think it's more just like the whole day like when I'm yeah bridesmaid or the mother of the bride Mm. and then the bride herself I think it's just like seeing them all together and then knowing that it's like gonna be like the perfect yeah like being a part of it with them yeah yeah yeah. and then I enjoy a lot more getting involved in that sense Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, because the impact you can make then is yeah. so much different yeah. to like someone paying you to do their makeup for a night out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're not really comparable. <laughs> yeah. Like you're literally like making them feel and look their best on like one of the most important days of their life. Like yeah. that must feel so yeah, special. That's amazing. And must be a lot like, of pressure though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is. Mother of the bride who literally starts flapping, so she will literally be like in panic mode because it's like it's daughter's big day. So 
uh, I'll get her to sit in my chair and I'm like okay so like just calm down trying to, like, yeah, calm down. Yeah, talk to them about anything but the wedding and it's like yeah have a glass of champagne yeah. <laughs> but you'll always see the faces or like the eyes like twitching and I'm like no oh, just like stay still I'll try to make but they'll hear like something going on in the background and honestly they'll just be like looking over the shoulder constantly <laughs> so at the moment what type of makeup um are you doing most are, are you getting quite a lot of bridal bookings or yeah um, in freelance what is it that you're doing at the moment so I'm doing more like special occasions so it will be like um people just booking in if they go into like an event but I'm gradually building um the weddings back up because I think with um it was like backlogged a lot like a lot of weddings mm-hmm. since it was locked down but yeah that's getting like busier so I'd say like it's a nice balance now that it's like bridal but they're always um you had to be doing a trial first before I'd do a wedding so I'd have to get them like booked in for that first because they may not like my style of makeup so then yeah. they could go oh you're really good uh, yeah. but this not the style I want so I wouldn't then yeah. book them for the wedding if they mm-hmm. were 100% on me doing it it must have been hard over lockdown like going like having like no clients or anything you could do like it must have been such a shock to the system it was yeah it I think because I'd gone from I used to work on a beauty counter and then I decided to go fully freelance in January of 2020 and then locked up three months after yeah and to be honest it was like a a breath of fresh air because I'd I'd worked so hard because I used to live in London I worked so hard and like overworked myself to build like this portfolio and to get a lot of clients and I felt like I just burnt myself out so honestly like the lockdown was it was nice to have a break yeah and to kind of go to a dip like in a different career for a little bit yeah. Yeah. that was kind of like non like a blessing in disguise yeah yeah and then as soon as it like became back open I was like building it back up and I've just fell in love with it even more so it's been it's been nice but it was hard when I'd want to do makeup and it was like people would message me and ask and I'd be like I know I think we're going into another lockdown in a few months so (laughs) I I can't so it was just kind of on and off so I took like a good year out of it which was just a nice break. So now that you're back up and running with your makeup and that as your side business alongside your day job how do you manage those two things alongside each other I think because I really enjoy doing makeup it doesn't really feel like a job um it's just I enjoy doing it so it is kind of difficult trying to balance if I'm in work doing my nine to five job and then I'll get messages if clients want to book of the weekend or wedding trials it's kind of hard to manage that that time like to fit the admin side into it mm-hmm. um what I do manage it so after I've finished my day job I will then prioritize the makeup bookings but then sometimes I'll get messages like towards midnight and I'm like I will respond to that tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> like people have no concept of time but I, normally I'll be like yeah yeah fine but I'm like no I have to this is my relaxed Which time off at some yeah. point like, set boundaries for yourself yeah yeah which when I am before lockdown I felt like I was just kind of that's what bit me out because I'd be like yeah Mm -hmm. to every job yeah I'll do this yeah whereas now I feel like I can give myself time and I want that weekend off 
So mm-hmm. no, I can't. So even though I'm losing out on some clients or doing customers, I'm having that time for myself, which I never felt like I'd give myself time when it's now I do, which is a nice balance. Yeah. Do you know, it's so refreshing to hear somebody say, yeah, I don't see it as a job. No, not just yeah. that as well. Not just about you know, <laughs> no, no, those restrictions. Yeah. No, I was going to say um, to hear you say, I don't see it as a job. It's just something that I enjoy doing. Like yeah. that to me is the goal for any job that you do. Yeah. To say, I yeah. wake up every day and that's what I want to do. Mm. Do you think what I think though is like sort of part of it is where you have your like nine to five solid job it is almost like an add-on whereas like you because you're almost not reliant on it if you just have a nine-to-five job you have to do it do you know what I mean or if you're doing your passion as your job yeah. it, you still have to do it so it almost like takes some of the fun out of it I find so it's probably nice having that an optional side hustle you yeah. know that you don't have to have so it stays enjoyable yeah so it's like I don't have to worry about whether the money's coming in when it's like yeah I guess with freelance you'd kind of you could be busy one month and then the next month you could be quite quiet so then you would just kind of I don't know like maybe panic or like yeah feel like you're just overwhelmed or yeah you could get a month where you are overwhelmed with work so then it's nice to have that like balance of like having it as like kind of not a hobby but like yeah a side hustle but I know that I can build up for it then to be my full-time yeah yeah yeah, is your um full-time job a creative job as well or is it just an office one it's a bit of both so me and mom had created like a baby boutique in lockdown and okay. yeah so I kind of do the creative side which is like take photos of the products edit them do it in social media pack orders create the product so I kind of do a bit of everything so it's kind of two businesses that's cool. ironic. Yeah. yeah that's so fun but what's the name of her brand Lauren it, the Baba Bee it's called okay oh, <laughs> I really enjoy it like it's nice to work with like my family as well so mm. Yeah, and I feel like everyone's got pregnant over lockdown. So yeah. <laughs> oh my god, every fucker is pregnant. Literally, <laughs> ready for the baby boom. Like everyone is yeah. having children. My manager was saying the other day that she has, I think, six friends that are having a baby oh, around her wedding next year. And I was like, that is oh, my god. crazy. Literally, yeah, everyone's like getting might- we Everyone. might turn into China and they'll start putting restrictions on <laughs> 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 I don't even have six friends to be pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) We've got four here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of us plan on getting knocked up anytime soon. Maybe don't encourage that. (laughs) It's been good though. If everyone's getting pregnant, then send them send them on my way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's getting married. Everyone's getting pregnant. It's perfect time for you and your mum's business. Yeah. (laughs) Buy your baby clothes on there. Go to Lauren for your baby shower makeup. Yeah. yeah. Got it all sorted if you end up at Manny's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just, yeah, just on the back of that, I just wanted to say, like, obviously you've got your makeup or MUA Instagram page. Yeah. Um, how do you find keeping on top of that? Do you find that quite hard work? 
yeah does um, that help with your clients as well like is that uh, a good source of getting your clients it has been a good source of getting my clients but it's more word of mouth to be mm. fair I have had like a few people message me but the more clients have messaged me through just getting my number from someone or saying oh I've seen um you did such and such makeup um mm. and I really liked it and I thought it was like really nice so have you got any room to book me in so it's kind of uh, well like my clients are walking advertisements really <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's what it that's literally what it's been so and then when I've done weddings it's either the bridesmaids being getting married and they're like oh I love the makeup can I book yeah. you or yeah they'll be like oh someone's looking for um a wedding makeup artist so it is literally being word of mouth like Instagram does help but it's not always mm. I think like where I live as well like it's like um on the outskirts of Liverpool so m- most of my clients are in Liverpool so it is kind of like word of mouth whereas I do get some off Instagram just not as many it seems um so we just wanted to share with you what our favorite beauty products are yeah. um I'm definitely interested to see what your opinion on those is okay. yeah <laughs> yeah and for yeah. you for you to share your favorite beauty products with us too Lydia do you okay. want to go first mine is the Maybelline Lash Sensational Mascara the one that like everyone used like 10 years ago I still use it because you can hold it up if you want to I, know I thought it was showing yeah this is what I thought um <laughs> the waterproof one specifically because I am known to cry so I do have to have it waterproof <laughs> um yeah that's my go-to it always has been I feel like I will not walk out the door without having mascara on it's just my one thing so yeah Lydia has got the most amazing eyelashes like they're yeah. insane oh, they're so like, long lashes yeah I'm very lucky <laughs> but yeah well if you're used to using that product honestly I wouldn't change it and if you've got lovely lashes you probably wouldn't even need that much mascara anyway so yeah, yeah. Is I that the, only time? <laughs> the only one like literally never use anything else yeah um, I'm actually running out of it and it's starting to give me anxiety so I'm going to the shop oh no <laughs> I'm that kind of person that always has like two of things that they use all the time. I always have two deodorants, two shampoos, two conditioners, just have a backup. So the fact I don't at the moment is Lydia also wears a lot of um false nails from Primark and Primark stopped doing those false nails. They've stopped doing them. The one pound false nails. Well, there's like hardly any new ones in the store, so I can only assume they're stopping them. And so yeah, I've had to buy like one of those plain packs. I'm going to paint them myself. I don't know oh, who. I thought you were going like, to say you bought like 10 packs. Oh, no. It might just be like, it might just be like a shortage because at work we've got, yeah. there's a national shortage apparently of crisps at the moment. So yeah, it, it might be a similar situation. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I have also just thought, you know, like I did get promoted. So why don't I just treat myself to get my nails done every month, like, and stop paying one pound for my nails. But <laughs> wait when did you get promoted do I, do when I, I went back back to my old job oh, okay yeah I did <laughs> but yeah like, another one but, <laughs> you know like, I used to get acrylic nails but they make me feel claustrophobic and I know that sounds really stupid but they actually do so I don't know if I could do that again oh, but, yeah. that is the strangest. 
when I do makeup on people, like, like it really yeah, they get in the way. Them. Yeah, or like when I'm putting <laughs> eyelashes on, I'm like, because I'm so used to my nails just being my natural short <laughs> nails. If I had to put eyelashes on people because I didn't use tweezers, I literally use my hands to put them on, and I always have. But honestly, I'd- you end up taking an eye out. <laughs> yeah, <I would. laughs> yeah, that's my go-to. So. I would say Lydia stick with the Primark nails because they always look great. Yeah, and then I can take them off when they annoy me and I don't feel claustrophobic. Amy? Um, So I've got two favourite ones. So my first and probably like top top one is the um, Estee Lauder Double Wear. Yeah. Um, Even though it is really thick, but like it just makes my skin look so good. Is that a foundation? Yeah, yeah, it's a foundation. Um, and then the my other favorite product is the Benefit Hula Bronzer, because um, it's just really pigmented. Like all the other ones I've used, like I don't know if I've got one that's too light or something, but it just never shows up. But that one just looks really nice with my skin tone. Um, that's so, yeah, the classic, I'm... isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, I actually love them both. I um with my day to day makeup, if I if I feel like my skin's a bit like pigmented like it's gone a little bit red I'll mix um my tinted moisturizer with the Estee Lauder double wear and just put a little little drop somewhere I want a little bit more coverage so I do love that one oh, and is um, that, that's a good idea to make it a bit thinner yeah I think I um with it being like I because I'm constantly like smiling I just find my foundation will sit into like my smile lines like my creases yeah. and when I wore that all day it even when powdered and set it did just sit in them because it'll be like when your skin touches it just warms it up mm-hmm. and it will just create them lines so I just found like putting tinted moisturizer on so it's only like a thin layer and then the foundation on areas more in like my t-zone and on my chin and stuff um just for a bit more coverage it's good I've never thought to do that before. Yeah, neither. Neither. <laughs> I always really find great that tinted moisturiser sometimes makes me, like, very shiny. Mm. So I don't use it. That's but, the point, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, but just, like, very, it gives you a very, very look. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, oily skin? It's kind of like say? combination. Yeah. That's, um, try, if you do have tinted moisturiser, try that hack out and put the foundation where you find like your t-zone the okay. oily parts try that out and just set your t-zone as well and see how that goes for you because mm. on it is like trial and error with people's like and makeup products so it is kind of like hard so i'll try that out though definitely thanks oh this is You're so welcome. exciting <laughs> should i say my next or have you yeah we had to- yeah so mine also is Estee Lauder Double Wear, the yeah. foundation and the concealer. And I only got the concealer recently and I, I can literally put like a few dots on my whole face and that's pretty much enough really. Sometimes I don't need the foundation. Yeah. Um, so those following on for Amy. Um, Gimme Brow. I oh, find good, like yeah. sometimes like I literally don't need to do anything else. We have quite thick eyebrows anyway. So I literally yeah. like I have nothing else on. I literally just put that on solid um, is give me brow that, pencil it's like a little wand mascara yeah like a brow mascara yeah brow mascara yeah. so that's like yeah really good. I, yeah I really like him um, the brow mascaras I use 
um, a Laura Mercier one and it's got like fibers in so it sticks to your natural yeah. hairs and makes them fuller I'm not I've never a difference yeah it definitely does and I think it just keeps them in shape which is lovely yeah and the concealer that you were on about I haven't used it yet but I've heard a lot of people rave on about it like you only need a small amount yeah yeah but like yeah really like it, I can literally use it as foundation I was like why have I never got this before <laughs> another concealer that I have used for like years before I came across the Essay Lord one which yes yeah. Ellen you will rip me for is the um <laughs> the collection 2000 um like lasting perfection concealer you don't get much that concealer it slaps it so slaps good. though so you use that as well Lid? I used to like I don't use it anymore but yeah I used to it's too yeah, dark for me I like the light is when I was about dark. 12 well, it used yeah. to be proper cheap, and they've made it way, way more expensive. Isn't but it like three quid? No, it used like to be a pound. pound. Sounds like six or seven pounds now. And what? It used to be a pound. Yeah. Fucking inflation, yeah. mate. What on earth? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's a concealer that was a pound. It used yeah. to be a pound, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It used to be a pound. Do you not remember Collection 2000, like, back in the day when you were a kid, that's what you'd go to to get everything from because it was so cheap? I'm sure it changed. Yeah, I think so. I think I remember it. Is it from, like, do they still have it in Boots? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I want to. I've never used any of this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I only use the concealer. I don't use anything else. But, um, yeah, that's, like, been a... Almost a life. Well, I wouldn't say a lifetime, obviously, because I wasn't wearing makeup as a child. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a long-standing product. <laughs> but oh, nice. yeah, that's all mine. There's a, there's a few solid ones. Then you've got your yeah. collection two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Mascara. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's yours, Al? Mine is right. Okay, bear with me because I don't know how to say these words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. Lancome Hypnose Mascara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that one? Very, yeah. very yeah. good. Also very expensive. I tend not to buy it myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like nearly 30 quid for a mascara. Yeah. That's what? Jesus. Yeah. What's in it? I got stressed out when my mascara went up to nine pounds. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> 30 pounds mascara. Well, the problem is when somebody buys you makeup as a present and then you fall in love with it yeah you're stuck but realistically right that you could Lydia Lydia could get three times the amount that you've got right (laughs) why is yours so much better oh it's just so good I'll let you try it we should do one of your one of your eyes with mine and one of your eyes with Lancome and then decide is it worth 21 quid extra yeah deal okay (laughs) next time we go out and then yeah. I've just discovered a new foundation. So I'm always like really reluctant to spend. I mean, what's how much is the Estee Lauder one? I think it's about like 30. 30. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, if you're wearing that like every day. Maybe it it's 38 or something. Yeah, it's, it's pretty spenny. So yeah. I'm always reluctant to spend too much. I've been trying to find a super drug foundation that I like. Mm-hmm. And I've just discovered something called EX1 Invisiwear Liquid Foundation. Never heard of it. Is that what it looks like? Yeah. Is it what? Yeah, the brand is called EX1. They actually sell it on ASOS 
and I bought it in Superdrug. I've never heard. Have you heard of this, Lauren? No, never heard. <laughs> actually, like really intrigued. Like and this. is it really good? It looks quite fancy. It's quite a lot. So. Yeah. 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 How much are you putting on your face, Ellen? When, how long have you had yeah. that for? A uh, couple months. Oh, okay. I was going to okay. say, if you had that a week, you <laughs> A week? Christ. <laughs> I know. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's uh, really what, good. What type of coverage is it? I've never heard of it. Should it say on here? Yeah, probably, um, yeah. Should do. Uh, it just says Invisiwear. That's like more like maybe like a light medium than if it's like got like invisi in it. I'm guessing that's like invisible, like natural looking. Mm. Yeah. I would say it's probably medium because I've got quite a few, like I don't have the best complexion and it covers me up pretty well. Yeah. It's like a medium, could be like buildable as well, yeah. Yeah. And how much was it? Twelve pound fifty. Not bad. Um, so I'm very happy with that. What are your faves or your go-tos, Lauren? Obviously, you've mentioned a few. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned Tinsel Moisturizer previously. Like, I just love them. It's just, they just feel so lightweight on your skin, like you're hardly wearing anything. Mm. Um, the NARS uh, Pure Radiant Tinsel Moisturizer, it's nice because it's quite buildable. So it could be a light coverage using your hands just to evenly spread it out or you can build build it up to a more medium coverage so it does give a nice coverage and um the Laura Mercier radiant primer I would just put that on my face and go out it doesn't give any coverage but it just gives a lovely glow to the skin um they're probably like my two main ones that are like my go-to that I'd use every day the other stuff I'd just kind of try loads of different brands out just to see and then add it to me kit <laughs> <laughs> just with um tinted moisturizer yeah. i think i've only worn it maybe like once or twice ever but i kind of felt like it slipped off my face mm. yeah i kind of felt the same yeah. that's why like in a sense like some of it can slip off the face but it's if you like set it so if you use like a setting powder after depending if you've got oily skin or a primer underneath i found like helps with my skin there used mm-hmm. to be like a patch on my forehead where it would always come off and I wouldn't know why. It'd always be like me moving my hair out, out my face constantly because this hair used to always fall. And I'd be like, why does not it stick on that part of my face? But I'd just make sure that I'd set that and then try not to touch my face constantly. But I think that could be, do you touch your face a lot at all? Or would you say throughout? Uh, yeah, I'm literally sat here with my hand on my face <laughs> yeah, now. <exactly. laughs> But also, I think like back in the day when tinted moisture more t- tinted moisturizers were more popular, we didn't. No one set it. Like no one used to set their face. I never yeah. used to set my face at that point. So I'm gonna definitely have to buy one and try. Um, I have a question about um tinted moisturizers as well. Yeah. Um, so it always clings to like the dry patches. Is that just my skin type, or would that be that I need primer to put underneath? If you've already got like dry skin uh, patches unfortunately the tint of moisturizer even though it's got moisturizer in the name it's essentially just a lighter foundation which does have a bit of moisturizer in but if you've got um dry skin that's something that you need to treat with skin products 
So whether it's like applying oils or like moisturizer and then gradually over time, hopefully the dry patches will go. And then, because it could happen with like any foundations where you might not find it with your Estee Lauder one, but because that's quite a thicker coverage, that'll just kind of go over it with a tint of moisturizer if you're finding that. It's just using more um, oilier products, like skin products to try and... um, battle that dry area okay i'll definitely try that thank you (laughs) so i think it would be great if you lauren if you had any generic or general tips or advice for our listeners because obviously you must hear some of the same questions over and over again from clients i would imagine yeah the general questions they ask is like what kind of like styles of makeup or about what would suit them but just what I can say is less is more so in a sense if you're you apply your makeup but do it like in a small amount and then build it up especially if you're not used to a certain like look so say if you're like oh I love the way that smoky eye looks on Instagram I'm going to do it on myself I would say start off with light brown colors and then build up with dark brown instead of going straight in with a black because if you're <laughs> going with like a black color it will make your eyes look smaller mm. and so you look like you've been punched in the face yeah go in with like like but gradually so it may take like time and then you could be like oh I actually like it in this dark brown instead of actually fully going to the black tones if that makes sense and even with like your foundation like lightly apply it and then build it up because you can find that it can get too heavy on your skin and be a little bit too much or you feel like it is like quite thick on your skin and I've also found that a lot of people, when they're putting like the foundation on, they'll put it under their eyes as well and then put the concealer on top, whereas leave your eyes bare and then put the concealer on its own. So foundation everywhere except underneath your eyes and then put the concealer on. So you're only using the concealer, which is more pigmented underneath your eyes. And I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I, to be honest, I used to be, and then it's only like when you're getting used to the products or getting into the industry, you kind of know what is best for yourself and then for other clients as well. So, and then you can then see if you need the concealer on any blemishes or any pigmentation that you've got instead of putting concealer on first on everywhere that you think, and then putting the foundation over the top and then putting more concealer on because I feel like you'd just be blending it away. So I find foundation and then concealer on where you would need it. Mm, I have seen that tip like on TikTok, a trend of people doing it like here and then here. Yeah, yeah. Because it used to be literally like a kind of like a triangle, like didn't it? Like everywhere, it yeah. 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 And I just, I just think that's quite like heavy. And I think like as 
I mean, as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, everyone's just sinking. Not that I've got wrinkles, or like, <laughs> but I just think everything's sinking in. Oh my god, I feel your pain. But I'll smile, and it'll just feel like I feel like that's just sunk into all my creases, and it's just yeah, really. But you just get like that little paranoia, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> Is it time for a little Botox, maybe? Oh, I'm <laughs> no dead serious. Getting Botox yeah. in the next like three years. Oh, you? Yeah. Preventative Botox. No, you've got to get, like, you can't wait until the wrinkles arrive, but you've got to stop them arriving. Like prevention. <laughs> yeah, it's preventative. Yeah, so I'm not going to freeze my face when I've got wrinkles. I'm going to stop them appearing. Yeah. <laughs> I've had so many of my friends who've, like, had it. And then as soon as like it's like we're like worn off, they'll be like, "Yeah, I need it again." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't think you do for." Oh no! <laughs> the makeup glides on so yeah. much nicer. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd only have I'd, I'd have to get it done to know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as well, yeah, like in my office, it is so normal. Like I'm now very like, it just yeah. it feels normal to me. So yeah. Um, I have one more question if nobody else does as a bit of advice so first of all those things you just told us are so useful because like Amy said she's guilty of that and I'm definitely guilty of both of those (laughs) I will just like slap it on and hope for the best yeah but (laughs) I mean it's the same with anything I guess like where you talked about starting off with art the same way that you would paint something you would slowly build it up you yeah. might add some shading on as you go through, but that's like the last thing you do. So yeah. it makes complete sense that it's essentially painting your face with makeup. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask what your thoughts are on correcting makeup. Is that the right word? Yeah. When people use like green and mm. orange and pink. Yeah. I personally have never needed to use it on any of my clients but I've had clients who when I worked on a beauty counter they were um they had dark circles underneath their eyes but I think there's as I was saying if you're putting the um so you'd use orange to kind of counteract that and then you put the Mm -hmm. concealer on so they would come up to me and ask me if we had correctors and I'd say "We, we don't because I worked for more of a natural brand but it's what they want is obviously to just look flawless but if you're building something on especially underneath the eyes where that's the thinnest layer of skin underneath your eyes do crease and wrinkle underneath when you're like moving your face so it's just too much product I would say underneath the eyes so I would just go with concealer and like build it up so I personally don't like it that that style especially even like on um spots and blemishes you use like a green to kind of counteract that but again it then gives more texture to your skin because you're adding a lot of product onto Mm. the skin so it just depends if you're all right with having the texture onto your skin or a little bit of uh pigmentation that makes sense to you yeah, yeah no, sense. that makes complete sense. I'm the same, as in mine is, I guess, more, I've got quite dark c- c- circles under yeah. my eyes. 
so I've always thought is that something I should be doing I don't know if that actually works or is it a bit of a myth so yeah to be honest I wouldn't I wouldn't worry because the amount of people that actually do have dark circles under the eyes because our like the way our skulls are our eyes sink in so it Mm. is kind of gonna be dark so I don't know ever I mean I've never seen anyone who's got like the perfect like no dark circles because you will have slight pigmentation it's just a natural thing to have and sometimes you can see like veins through your skin it is completely natural but the way the industry's been it's just showing like these flawless faces mm. and you're just assuming that's the way that we're supposed to look but it's it's not it's not natural it's not it's not like organic showing those things it's just what we want because we see it constantly but mm. at the end of the day there's texture on your skin you will have the odd spot come through you will have dark circles sometimes underneath your eyes but it's just loving kind of the way that you look and then just applying the makeup how you would like it and just not going over the top I think because otherwise you are just gonna build a kind of a heavy canvas on your face yeah Yeah. definitely that's a very positive message yeah yeah we love a positive vibe Yeah. yeah Um, so on that note, I want to know about any funny stories that you've got, any bad clients you've had, any, like, Bridezilla's. I feel like this is the, this is the best part Bridezilla's, about talking yeah. to people that work with clients because they always have funny stories. <laughs> oh, but there is this one and it literally still, like, gets to me. But I used to work in a photography studio, um, like, a few times a month. And this one time I got this like really young girl coming in. So I feel like she was quite nervous. So I was just kind of like chatting away to her, um, doing a makeup, started with a foundation. She wasn't very like chatty, but I just kept like going with her, trying to like get out of comfort zone because I am kind of in her personal space because I'm like touching her face. So it is a little bit uncomfortable for some people. So she was just kind of like answering me questions like, yes, no. So it came to where I was doing her eye makeup. So I was starting underneath on her maybe like left eye. And then as I went over to her right eye and I was using the brush just right underneath the lash line, her eye falls out. <gasps> no. Oh, no. Yeah, um, <laughs> just out of the socket. Like a gla- no, but is it glass eye? Well, yeah, but she didn't tell me. It <gasps> honestly, oh, I would die. <laughs> I have never seen anything like it. But at that moment, she hadn't even mentioned to me that this is a possibility. Oh, I've got a glass eye. Be wary. No, nothing. I literally yelped, jumped back. <laughs> yeah. Felt, yeah. I felt myself go white. I'm like, I've just pulled this girl's eye off. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything like it and I can still to this day feel the emotion I felt then like that shock oh, and I can still see the eye coming out <laughs> and it only it didn't fully like fall out but it like slipped out and you know I'm Pirates to the Caribbean where that lad's running around I like was that. just thinking about that I was just <laughs> It, it, it wasn't the circle I w- in my head I'm thinking an eyeball like a full sphere 
yeah yeah her eyeball isn't because it was the glass one it was kind of like a half like overly shape and it just kind of slightly slid out but oh it just like a a movie oh Oh, my god stood there and I could feel myself like I couldn't move I couldn't speak (laughs) but like I thought like maybe she had like a bit of like when I was talking to her only one of her eyes were moving but I would just assumed oh maybe she's got like a, a, a lazy eye and no, like it was a glass eye. <laughs> and she just looked at me with her other eye. That was that was just. <laughs> and then she literally just went, "Oh, it happens sometimes." Slipped it back in, and then <laughs> just sat there. And I, 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 I just hadn't. I didn't speak the rest of the makeup. <laughs> I had no words. I felt like I was that shaken, that frightened. Like, like, oh. And I carried on the makeup and I was like, I like have a nice shoot. And she was like, thanks. And I just sat there for an hour in like complete silence. <laughs> and I didn't, I, and then I think I rang my mum after and told her. And I was like, I, I, that feeling, oh, it was terrible. I actually thought yeah. I took her Oh I my God. I'm yeah. so shocked. Yeah, I really I didn't think the story would be that good. Uh, that is, wow. Wow. No, honestly, like... I said I've, every time I tell someone this story because if I get asked this question and I'm like if that would have happened to me at the beginning of my career that would have put me off for life yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have touched the brush again <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that story I can't leave that wow I wonder if she now tells people when she goes on yeah to- if that happens to her quite so, regularly yeah. It's probably not worth a mention, is it? For her, it's sad. Yeah, yeah I guess just like, oh, it's funny to her. Well, like, she'd go off and start <laughs> yeah, laughing. Yeah, probably more. Like, yeah. You get to kick out of freaking out the MUA. Yeah. yeah. She just forgets that not everybody yeah. has a glass eye. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, maybe she was a bit self-conscious of it, but uh, like I, I wish she would mention it because, yeah, like if it was a happen, then it wouldn't have shocked me as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only one to have a yeah. glass eye, I've seen them take it out of, but it, I, I just it wasn't <laughs> what I expected anyway. I mean, it must have looked like pro- like proper because if you didn't realize that you were that close oh, to her face, yeah, th- like I kept looking at it then after I was like after it happened. Sorry. It was so detailed, honestly. I couldn't even tell. Like I wouldn't have wow. even been able to tell. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Where whoever made that fooled <laughs> <laughs> me. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you as our first guest on the show. Oh, thank you um, for having me. I've loved it. Yeah, thank you for so coming and joining us. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah so just to our listeners Lauren is obviously on Instagram you can go and follow her at by Lauren Armstrong yeah is that correct yeah, yeah. got it bang on <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah and thanks again for listening into another episode hope you also enjoyed us having a guest on it will be the first of many so yeah thanks again Lauren And be sure to tune in again next week. Catch us on socials as well at underscore Gossip Station. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.